The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said, I came to bring fire to the earth. I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptized and what stress I am under until it is accomplished. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, five and one household will be divided. Three against two and two against three, they will be divided. Father against son, mother against daughter, son against father and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. He also said to the crowds, when you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say it's going to rain. And so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say there will be a scorching heat. And it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the, the appearance of earth and sky. But why do you not know how to interpret the present time? This is the gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Please pray with me. Lord God, open my lips that I might declare your praise and open our hearts that we might receive your word of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Jelly donuts. Jelly donuts. Jelly donuts, right? But a reason to come to church. I was about 10 or 11 years old when my father brought home the movie Mass Appeal. Not sure anyone might remember that one, a little obscure. I learned just recently that this movie was based on a stage play, which makes sense because it was my father who brought this home and he taught theater and film for close to 40 years. Mass Appeal is a story of two Catholic priests, one older one writing out the end of his years in ministry comfortably in a parish that absolutely adores him, and now supervising a young go-getter priest who starts shaking things up. So this seminarian priest confronts this comfortable congregation with a sermon in which he tells a story about how he loved to go to Mass on Sunday morning as a child because his father would take them for jelly donuts at the bakery afterward. And so for him to go to Mass meant jelly donuts. But as this young priest confronts his congregation, jelly donuts are no reason to go to Mass. And as he continues this sermon, the people start leaving. They don't want to hear it, but they make sure they genuflect in a pew as they leave worship. That scene has stuck with me for over 35 years. Now fast forward to now. In a conversation with a dear friend of mine recently, she shared how her Catholic priest gave a bit of what she thought was a hellfire and brimstone sermon in which he raised the same question this young priest had raised. 
Why are we here? Why do you get up and come to Mass every Sunday? To which I asked her in this conversation, I said to her, someone said jelly donuts, right? <laughs> right? It's a good question. It really is people of God. Why are we here this morning? And I want to take a moment to greet those who are online who have joined us. I failed to do that a little earlier. We are gathered virtually. We are gathered here. You got up. You came. Those who, you know, who might be on their jammies in the couch, you know, God bless them, you know, we're here, right? It's a good question. Why are we here? Now, I'm not one given to hellfire and brimstone. Not at all. Not in the least. But Jesus himself, as you heard, is going to take care of that for us this morning. He's got some hellfire and brimstone of his own. I came to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and what stress I am under. Do you think I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, rather, division. These words make anyone else uncomfortable? Fire, stress, division. Really? Is this what Jesus wants? Because that's kind of what it looks like on the outside of these doors right now, right? Where is the Prince of Peace? Where is the Lamb of God, the great reconciler? Pass the jelly donuts, please, because I don't know about you, I'm wondering where is the good news, Jesus? I certainly did not come here today for division and disunity, and I know you didn't either. You and we have had quite enough of that already. Thank you very much. It seems that the Jesus of our scriptures today is not nearly in tune with what kind of violent division that we are facing in today's world. Or is he? Or is he? I think we need to ask ourselves just what are these fires Jesus talks of? There's much debate amongst the biblical commentators. These are not the refiner's fire, the purifying fires that lead to repentance. But neither are these the fires of destruction and judgment like those that fell on Sodom and Gomorrah. In our reading from Luke this morning, Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem, and he knows the tension that has been building about his ministry is going to end up costing him his life. He's caught between charges of treason on one side and the threat of blasphemy on the other. He is under stress, plenty of it. And he's frustrated that those closest and dearest to him cannot read the signs with him. But also, we have to remember, the writer of the Gospel of Luke is also recording these events maybe some 40 years later even. Then the fledgling Christian church is itself under fire in its infancy. There are internal conflicts with leaders, disagreements over Jesus' true message. Many are being martyred for their faith. What is more, they are living under oppression by the Roman government, heavily taxed, not free to practice their faith, severely persecuted. These were the signs of the writer's time. 
incredible oppression, empire rule, spiritual conflict over the unfolding of the Jesus movement within an inhospitable world. A world ablaze, division, unrest. I believe that these are life's fires, whether it was the political and religious unrest of Jesus' day or the persecution and life-threatening nature of being a first-century Christian or the political and social turbulence of our day. Our world's unsettled upheaval is not a new thing, not by any means. Perhaps we can think of Jesus' fire this morning more like Moses' burning bush, a fire of God's spirit that is sent to disturb, to call us out, to alarm us and get underneath our skin, not calling us to still waters and green pastures, not this time, but a call to immerse ourselves in the signs of our times, to roll up our sleeves, to engage the world, to pray with fervor, and to listen with curiosity and openness to our neighbors, to discern the signs of our times, and to act with faith and integrity. Because the only thing stronger than the world's fire is God's Holy Spirit fire. God has a deep and lasting love for a world on fire. God always has. And we know in this world we do not always agree. We are torn three from two and two from three, son against father, mother-in-law from daughter-in-law, neighbor from neighbor. Oh, how we know it, don't we, dear people? But thanks be to God. Jesus set his face towards Jerusalem. He faced the fire. He died on the cross. He loved us even unto death so that the fires of this world would not ultimately consume us. So that even amidst our arguments and our painfully torn relationships, we would ultimately, finally, be united under the grace and mercy and love of the cross. There is grace for a world divided. And that is good news indeed. Jesus is fighting fire with fire. Jesus' baptism, he refers to here as the cross. And our baptism as a result is the life-giving water and the gift of the Holy Spirit. Christ's urgency is our urgency then. The fire to be kindled is our fire, the fire of the Holy Spirit. As one commentator put it, Jesus burned then and burns today with passion to see us alive and on fire for his sake and not our own. And Jesus is telling us, this stuff isn't going to make you popular. It's actually going to get me killed. I'm here to light a different fire. It might turn neighbor against neighbor, mother against daughter, father against son, but it's that urgent, my good news. It's bigger than you, bigger than this community, 
I came to save the whole universe. There's a lot to be done here. Are you with me? Fasten your seatbelt. It's going to be a ride, not one you're going to want to miss. Jesus is passionate. He wants us to hear. He wants us to see. God is good and want ju wants justice and love and mercy to reign. Jesus doesn't want destruction. He wants our deliverance. He wants us to see the world through God's eyes, says preaching professor Dr. Joy Moore. I'm guessing you came here for one of the same reasons I did this morning, to worship God who sets us on fire with God's own spirit. God who claims us with water and spirit, inspires us with the word, feeds us with the food that is him. UCC pastor Lillian McDaniel says, we don't come to church to have our needs met. We come to church to have our needs changed. We come here to be changed, transformed by and for the gospel here to worship the God of the universe, here to ask for new selves. The jelly donuts, those are the fringe benefits. The world is indeed aflame. Are we standing on the sidelines shaking our heads, worrying what is the world coming to? Are we entrenched in our own constricted worldviews, standing in judgment and resentment and anger? Or are we in the conversation? Are we merely commentators gossiping about the world around us? Are we active listeners? Are we standing in the fire, baptized and set free to serve? Are we signs of God's times? Are we fighting fire with fire of our own, with God's own? Do we speak forgiveness in the face of injury? Do we seek justice in the face of oppression? Do we welcome the stranger and the outcast? Do we practice self-control in the face of self-indulgence? Are we signs of God's mercy and reign? Are we the signs of God's grace and forgiveness? and peace and joy. Our life of baptism with water and the fire of the Spirit calls us to roll up our sleeves, being actively involved in God's vision for the world, to be part of the conversation, actively involved in building God's peace and liberation, here and now, actively seeking God's shalom. And so we quench some fires we seek to stoke others. We get burned by some. And all the while we pray, come. Come, Lord Jesus. Come. Amen.